Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind. We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds. I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's the new year. We're well into the new year by some weeks now of 2022. And Serena and I were talking this morning about the concept of um, going straight uphill being the thing we're all supposed to be doing, but that that doesn't necessarily mean exactly, you know, what it's literally saying. And so we wanted to unpack it. And where this started for me, I'll just kind of dip into, I'm reading this book, Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield. And the very beginning of the book, he talks about, um, the enemies, our enemies in doing the work. So whether you're a creative, an entrepreneur, a human, like just doing the work of relationships, um, of parenting, whatever it is, he expresses that there are basically like his three enemies of doing the work, our resistance, which we've talked about in past episodes. And we will again, talk on maybe a little bit today, but I liked these second two and kind of where they put my mind. Another enemy of doing the work, going up, hill is rational thought. And then the third one is friends and family, which feels like a good one to tackle after we all, you know, spent November and December, like maybe doing family stuff and maybe saw some of this coming up, but we wanted to have this conversation at the beginning, you know, towards the beginning of 2020 about going straight uphill and why that is going to be more important than ever to accomplish shifts in your life growth in your business, progress in your relationships and progress on your own inner peace and, you know, love, self-love. So Serena, explain to me, because going straight uphill is a Serena term. (laughs) How do you, how do you talk about this with your clients? So before I get into that, this is piggybacking on our episode a few weeks ago on the energy of 2022, right? And you said it's time to put on our big girl panties, put on our big boy panties and get to work. And that's great to say, but then, you know, our heart is like, what does it really look like to do that? And you mentioned dealing with our emotions. And I think that, that what you described was the resistance. And I think, like you said, we touch on that when literal resistance comes where you're procrastinating or you're angry or you're, you know, frustrated or sad or fight, flight, freeze, whatever that is. Like you need to process that in your body, like process those emotions and then come to a place where you can respond instead of react. When we were talking, it was like, okay, if we're overcoming resistance, the path of least resistance sometimes can be straight uphill, right? The shortest distance between two points might be straight uphill. So to me, the idea of this is listening to our intuition. That's if we, if we unpack this one, the enemy is rational thought. So the enemy to your goal for 2022 or for your whole life 
for your relationships, for your business, for your money, for whatever, for travel is rational thought. Mm. I love that he said that because so rational thought is 5%. Your subconscious is 95%, but in that subconscious is also our low state intuition, our <laughs> super conscious, right? Yep. So you have conscious, subconscious, super conscious. Whenever you're not in your conscious, that 5%, you're, you're operating either, you know, subconscious or super conscious. So you get ideas, you get a vision. I was having this conversation um, with Travis, the idea that our want, that the things I want, those are my intuition. The things I want are the things I'm supposed to go get and go have. Like those were designed in me. I do not want to run a taco stand in Tahiti because that is not a destiny that I'm supposed to go do. But someone wants to do that if there is one there or go paint murals in California, right? That's a want that someone has because that's who they're supposed to become. So our wants are really important to listen to. And so that's most of the time, not rational thought. I usually well, don't what want can happen. Things. At least this is how it shows up in my life. So I have a want. So let's, let's say my want is I don't know if I should pick a real one or like a fake one. So I have this vision and I've had it for years of a home on a piece of land that is, I can see it. It's the outside of the home is light in color. And the home has a particular floor plan in my mind. It's a single level with a basement, but it has a view of land around it. And I've had this vision in my mind. This is a want, like it's a want inside me. There's something inside me that drives me to say this home is like for you and you want it where rational thought gets in the way is the want comes in of the home. And then rational thought goes, well, let me help you get that. So the way people get these kind of homes with this kind of land is they get a corporate job and they make X number of money and they save it up over this many years. That's where it gets in the way of my super conscious, my intuition saying, okay, you have a want. That means that you're driven towards this thing. And this is of course, like a, an actual, like, you know, tangible earthly thing, not a purpose driven thing. Yeah. But then your rational mind comes in and it's like, I'll make the plan. Okay. This is the resistance. This is the enemy of getting to that place because your intuition might tell you, okay, for a year, I need you to rest because maybe you need to build your strength back up. Maybe you need to like, let your body heal so that the next phase of this plan can unfold. Whatever it is, it might not make rational sense to get you to where you're supposed to going based yes. on the world we live in or the, you know, the conditioning that you have, but that's what gets in the way that where you're like frustrated, like two years later, you're like, ah, I'm frustrated. Why am I frustrated? I feel like I'm not making any progress because you're not, because you're not actually listening to the thing that would help lead you to it. You're actually letting 5% drive you away from what you're creating in your life or what your want is driving you towards. Mm -hmm. That's where I see it show up. Oh my gosh. It's so good. And so the rational mind yours said, well, the only way to get it is this, 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 and this, let me help you. And then another common thing our rational mind goes is you don't need that. Right. That's you'll never get that. That's too expensive. The market is crazy. You know, that's going to, it's going to take your whole life to, to get to that point. That's greedy. Other people don't have anything. Why do you want that? That's not good. And your rational logic is talking you out mm -hmm. of 
what your intuition is saying, which is also resistance, because then you're not going to do it. And then in two years, you're going to be frustrated. The other thing you said is your, your mind makes a map. So your intuition is saying, here's the desire I've given you. Here's the dream and the vision I've given you, whether it's a house or a business or relationship. And the way your intuition is going to say there to go there is rest, is call this person, is do this thing. It's going to be a random chain of events that you could never plan out in a million years. That's the uphill. The uphill is holding faith that this crazy thing is going to work, that my intuition knows what it's doing. The path your mind makes, let's picture you're at the bottom of the hill. Your dream, your vision is at the top of the hill. Your mind's going to take you around and around and around like, oh, well, that's hard. We're going to stay at the bottom where it's flat and you're just going to go in circles and you're not going to actually, the scariest thing is to do the things that don't make sense that your intuition tells you that are exactly how you go up that hill to get to your goals and your vision. The safest things are to just go around in circles in the corporate job, not feeling fulfilled, not doing the intuition. And you just have this nagging that this isn't it. This isn't it, but it makes sense. It's what everybody else is doing. It's logical. It's not making any waves. It's not raising the eyebrows of anybody, right? Mm -hmm. It's logical, but it will not work. That's this idea of what is the work really. It's doing the crazy things your intuition tells you to do. And not all of them are crazy, but it's being willing to listen in that space other than your logic and act without letting the logic get in the way. Like, cause logic's going to be like, this is not going to work. This is too hard. This is too easy. It could be a lot of things because the funny thing about going straight uphill doesn't actually mean it has to feel hard. Sometimes you go up upwards in an elevator and it's a heck of a lot easier than walking up the stairs. Like there's ways to get there. It can be hard. We resist it being easy. We'll go, oh, that's too easy. It can't be that. So your intuition gives you the dream, the vision, and the want. And then it gives you every step along the way. And every step along the way, you can logic your way out of it, go back down, keep going around in circles, or just take the action. You said um, in that that book, it's, it's dumb, right? Just take the action. Well, it said, it's funny because in the book, there was this part where he's talking about dumb people because he says, stay stupid. Like he's like, stay stupid. And he then says the three dumbest guys I can think of are Charles Lindbergh, Steve Jobs, and Winston Churchill. Why? Because any smart person who understood how impossibly arduous were the tasks they had set themselves would have pulled the plug before they even began. So what I read from that is, you know, if you could see where your intuition would lead you and how that climbing of the mountain would look, you'd be like, oh, I'll never be able to figure that out. So logic goes, okay, don't worry. Like, let me be so smart about this and let me try to plan every single thing out. And then it goes sideways, right? We're not supposed to know how intuition is guiding us. We're literally supposed to stay in the present moment, one step at a time, knowing things are unfolding because we don't want to see that whole path. Whereas what happens, your logical mind builds the path. And then what do you do? Now you think you can see it. And you're like, that's too hard. And you go sit on your couch. Yes. If they had logic instead of, so it is, it's being so stupid that your intuition says do A and you do A. Your intuition says now do B and you do B and you don't ask questions. And anybody looking at it 
it doesn't make sense. And it's interesting. They said they all had these arduous. That's a, that's something that you put on it, right? That's all. It's only in relating to looking backwards on it because in the moment it was the easiest thing for them to do, but it's the backwards look where we're like, gosh, that was a hard grind. Probably not. I mean, yeah. Were there problems like thinking about Steve jobs and Apple and building that, if you know anything about it, like out of a garage and then they're breaking, breaking up of the friendship and like out of the business. And then he's back in, but he did one thing at a time. Yeah. And now we're trying to say, Oh, how do you reverse engineer us? Well, that's really hard. It is because you're not supposed to like Steve jobs with Steve jobs. Like you're not building Apple anymore. People you're building your own thing but we have to let go of the enemy of the logical mind. And I think this dovetails so nicely to that last piece, because like you mentioned, people aren't going to understand. So friends and family, this is going to look crazy from the outside or it might to somebody, they might, why are you doing this? This doesn't make any sense. Like you should be happy with what you have, particularly that comes in when I think of the idea of the home, because there is this nuance of yes be grateful for what you have in that you celebrate and feel good about it and like and release lack like where I am right now right where my home is right now that I'm not on this piece of land and it doesn't look like this vision I can actually be grateful for this but not say that I have to be grateful and not get the other thing like that's the difference like be grateful for what you have but don't let that stop you from expanding into the want that is calling to you. Right. Don't say, well, Oh, you should be happy that you have a home. Some people don't like I, my friends and family growing up, like growing up in the church that I grew up in, it was like, be happy with what you've got, like enjoy your lot in life, which is kind of a crazy thing when you think about it, because how, if everybody just enjoyed their lot in life, they wouldn't create new businesses that created new job opportunities. But as you do that, you're going to be moving away from the familiarity with which your relationships are built upon. The socioeconomic familiarity, the just who you used to be, your change might actually create a trigger in somebody else because they're not following their wants. And then they may actually have an emotional reaction to you. So you have to be aware that that's going to come up as you do this intuitive work as well. Yeah. And the people around us love us and want us to be safe. And so we're talking about taking unsafe, quote unquote, illogical actions that are exactly what we need to do to get to our dreams. And if you read any biography of anybody who's ever done anything, you know, that's gotten to their dreams, there were some illogical steps along the way. So our family wants to keep us safe. And they're like, if you do that, you're going to fail and you're going to get hurt. So let's, let's talk some you know, let's rationalize this. So their heart may be in the right place or they may be, like you said, you know, triggered and you're doing the thing that they didn't have the courage to do. So in your presence is going to be a reminder of I'm not doing my thing. The other thing is you can't get rid of the wants. There is this idea that I should just be grateful. I should just, you know, settle But whether it was 2000 years ago or 500 years ago, you know, we have so much, there's no question about that. And we have, you know, issues of equality and privilege. Yes, but we're given wants anyway. Seems the universe doesn't care. We're given these wants and these dreams and these visions. I think right now, a lot of people are given being given dreams and visions to correct Mm -hmm. 
the injustice Mm -hmm. and the privilege. And it's going to be the same exact process of listening to your intuition. We do not change these systems, change the inequality, change how we're living in this, in this world that isn't working for us by logical, rational measures. If we did, it would already be fixed. Right. It changes step by step in each moment, listening to your intuition. That's how revolutions happen. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to just really, really understand that number one, get rid of the idea that ease and flow doesn't feel hard, right? That intuitive work and following your intuition won't maybe feel like a challenge. And also conversely, it can feel just as challenging to be in your logical, oh, I'll just logic my way through this, right? There's this discomfort, yes. we'll call it, is going to exist on either side. It's hard either way, which, you know, there's a meme, like choose your heart. And the number one regret of the dying, I think about this a lot, is that they cared too much what other people thought and they didn't do the thing. To me, that, I always think about that hard, that regret, that pain of not living like who I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to be is way harder than any crazy thing. My intuition is going to lead me to that is something I just literally think about that pretty often. I would rather make mistakes and fail. I mean, I've already failed a business. I'd rather do that a million times than live with regret of like what could have been or what could I become. Well, and to be honest, I'm going to beat the dead horse on the (laughs) feeling your feelings thing. Because the discomfort of a failure literally can last 90 seconds if you allow yourself to experience it in your body when it happens. And that's not to say it wouldn't come up again to be felt at a different time when you remember the failure or it comes back or like you're looking at your bank statement or something like that. (laughs) But the process is to always be, I mean, this is what we need to, if there's anything I can teach your 5% of your logical mind. It's that feel your emotions and sensations in your body so that you can let them change, which is not a logical process, but the mind needs to know how to do it because on the other side of that 90 seconds that it takes to feel your feelings is relief and the ability to hear your intuition again. Okay. What's next, right? And the more you can do this, this is how somebody who climbs Mount Everest They're not like, I am He-Man the entire time, right? They're halfway up and they're like, am I going to make it? My legs hurt. I'm, my fingers are frozen, but they've chosen and decided. And then they're going to intuitively figure out how to get up that mountain. In the middle of our work of living as a human, we have to just take a minute to say, okay, this feels hard. That's okay. It's normal. I'm going to feel it. This doesn't feel good. And then I'm going to do the next right thing. Not from fear and disrupted emotions, but from letting yourself get your emotions regulated again by letting your body do it for you and then making the next right choice. That way, the enemy of the logical mind, and actually I would even call it the illogical mind because your mind is much more logical when it is literally settled and letting your intuition come into it. And then the second part is, boy, this feels uncomfortable with my friends and family. I'm growing and changing, or even they're growing and changing. Maybe people around you are growing and changing and they're leaving your life. That happens too. This is a feeling in my body. It doesn't mean anything. I'm going to feel it. And then I'm going to make the next right choice. And it's being present to those hard 
90 seconds over and over again that is the work, in my opinion. And the rest will actually just happen because your intuition, your body is made to work intuitively. It is made. We just have to release the idea that we shouldn't feel discomfort because of like everyday life. Okay. Soapbox off. (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. So yeah, you're, you're going up the hill each moment. We really wanted to have this conversation to say there will be resistance. Like we're going to a place of ease and flow. We're going to a place of rest. We are, we're actually to be in ease and flow and rest in the process, right? All of us, what we talked about and what everybody is, is wanting and knowing is there needs to be a shift. We need to do things differently in our own personal lives. And then on a big scale, and it's this process of each moment, it's going to lead you straight to resistance because if you don't have anything to resist, you are not changing. Right. That's what we're talking about. These are the different ways the resistance are going to, is going to show up. You're going to doubt yourself. You're going to say, this is crazy. People around you are going to doubt you or say, this is crazy. Are you going to lose friends because they can't see the vision or because now you make them uncomfortable because of the way you're behaving and you're showing up things in them that, that they're not dealing with or whatever. Right. So you're going to be going in the exact right direction, straight to your dream, straight up that hill. And it may feel terrible. You may have grief. You may lose friends. You may be doing that 90 second of processing your emotion constantly because you're like, how can I do this? I don't know how to do this. I can't see this. And you'll be in the exact right spot, but it won't feel good. It won't feel like you're in the exact right spot. So that's the main thing I want to communicate is to give you encouragement and permission that it is an uphill thing, but it is the best, most wonderful. If, if life's going to be hard either way, this is the best hard that you could possibly have. And there's the beauty is when we learn how to overcome the resistance, those steps are more satisfying and we have more appreciation and we have more joy each step of the way. So as we kind of bust through the resistance, the next step does become easier because we know ourselves and we understand our patterns and we understand, okay, that's resistance. And we understand I'm getting closer to the goal. It never goes away. The resistance never goes away as long as you're changing, but you can understand that it's a very normal process and that you're doing exactly the right thing instead of being like, oh my gosh, I didn't think this was supposed to be this hard. This is crazy. I must be doing something wrong. That will stop you. Yes. Well, that's where the logical mind is trying to like knock on the door. (laughs) Logic says it shouldn't be this hard. (laughs) I just really let our voices go with you. Let our knowledge go with you from today that you're meant to go straight up the hill. You're meant to use your logical mind only to solve a problem in the moment, not to plan the future because your intuition is what's going to do that. I always think of this. It's like your logical mind is like a tool. It's like a screwdriver or a hammer or something like that. But we're trying to make it the computer. Oh, the architect. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not its job. That is literally not your logical mind's job. So make sure it's working within its pay grade because we're all out here trying to operate like the CEO is the logical mind. And that's why it's complicated 
to live as humans right now, in my opinion, because the super conscious, the intuition, your purpose, your wants, there's that should be driving your life forward really do come from a place of love of unconditional, like universal love. That's how I feel them and experience them. The it's like a iron curtain or like a veil cutting us off from that. And we're just like, let's use this hammer all day long to live our lives as a human through our logical mind. And that's just not what we're supposed to do. So kick it to the curb. Mm-hmm. And it's piggybacks so well with Kelly Track's conversation about, you know, finding your genius and following your genius. And it's when you kind of lean into dreaming and you lean into like, what do I want? What am I really good at? What do I want 2022 to look like? What do I want the rest of my life to look like? You lean into this beautiful, amazing imagination space. And then the next thing is, is the taking the action, you know, that's where all the resistance comes and understanding like, yeah, go take, go to, go to like where all of the amazing resources and tools are in your subconscious and your super conscious mind. And don't just like take a hammer and try to build all the dreams. (laughs) Yeah. So on that note, the real, again, the work of 2022, the energy of 2022 is, is change, but within ourselves. And, um, there's many, many ways that that's going to unfold for many different kinds of people, but the principles underneath what you're going to kind of come up against as you change are the same. That's why when I read Stephen Pressfield's work, I say, Yes. Thank you. You put this in words, how I experience this in my inside of me and what I know. And it really just called us to say, you guys, you're being called to go straight up the hill and we're going to, we're all going there together. Let's do it in a way that we're designed to, and let go of some of the conditioning that the world has put upon us, which is your logical mind trying to do the work. And that's what you've got to do. So easy, Serena. It's so easy. Here we go. <laughs> it, it is. It's that idea of stupid, like get directions from your intuition, the master architect that knows everything about your life. that knows the exact next, like knows how to get straight up the mountain the right way. And is connected to universal consciousness. Right. So get the instruction, do the instruction. Super simple, but also the work of our entire life. Yeah. Right. I mean, cause you do have to let go of a lot of conditioning in order to do this. Um, and that we'll save that for another episode because honestly, everything you think, everything your logical mind thinks is just something you've been conditioned to think <laughs> unless you're tapped into universal consciousness, which is your intuition where new ideas for expanding are coming from. Um, you're probably just operating out of conditioning and that's not how we change the world. And it's about time to change the world in my opinion. So happy 2022 again, everybody. We're going to just, we're going to ride this energy throughout the year. Um, because I think we're here to teach a little bit as we all encounter the changes that are coming this year. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends, leave us a review, subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes and we'll see you next time.